Hello, welcome back, or welcome to the Earth Sakori podcast. Today, our first second time guest on the show, we have the the fan favorite, the much loved Connor. Welcome back, Connor. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm back for my second episode on the Earth Sakori podcast today. And and it will it will be three episodes. I still need to watch those movies that we talked about, but uh, it, it will oh, be yeah, three. That's right. I I didn't forget. There um, will be a third. And and today we're we're gonna talk Pokemon. So I guess uh I and I think I mentioned it last episode. Like when when I we first met Connor, you were wearing like a Pokemon Fire Red like uh, messenger the bag. Fire Red Leaf Green pre-order bonus for uh yeah the games was like a messenger like pretty cheap messenger bag. Yeah, to be fair, don't own it anymore. I think my mom threw it away. But to, to be fair, that that uh, bag was was pretty sick oh yeah it was cool as is it was sick back in the day back style styling on on grade six so i i don't know how you got into the pokemon series but like the thing i like child childhood i played the games a lot like the thing that jumps out mm. probably the most is like the the original pokemon anime agree i think the much for the same i didn't play a pokemon game until or i didn't have my own pokemon game i should say until I had Fire Red for the Game Boy. Yeah. But yeah, my first, I think my very first intro to Pokemon was like cartoons and the, the cartoon and the movies and stuff, for sure. Oh man, I, I don't know if you've watched it like super recently, but like those mm-hmm. old episodes actually hold up pretty good. Even though the, the plot's usually like pretty dumb and stuff. Like James, James and Jesse are actually hilarious. Like Team Rocket, like some of their burns, some of the lines they have. Yeah, the English dub for that show is just beautiful. I think, especially from the uh, the Indigo League era of the anime, just yeah. a lot of fun. And yeah, and and my understanding is like Veronica Taylor, who voiced Ash, was literally just in like a booth. Um, no, no other voice actors were there. They weren't given that much context on like what emotions Ash was feeling <laughs> or like what what was happening around Ash. They're just like read the lines and. Uh, <laughs> And she, she did a really good job, I'd say. Yeah, for if she, if she was trying to deal with that stuff, yeah, I agree. I think if you're alone in a booth and you can come up with that performance, not half bad. But yeah, that, that Team Rocket trio, absolutely hilarious. Like, like oh, talk, yeah. talk, talk about those jokes that just like go over your head as a kid. But they, they had them all. Um, okay, so the, the Pokemon, the first movie, has, has it made you cry? And if no, do you have a heart? Um, man, it's, I haven't seen the, I don't think I've seen the, the original since I was like a kid almost. So I probably got teary eyed, but I don't remember like, you know, I definitely remember like telling, telling Pikachu to like wake up or like being like, you can, you got to fight it, you know? Yeah. But I don't know if I cried, but. I, like when I, when I thought it, saw it in theaters as a kid, like I, I still, I, believe i saw like the mew card that you got from going i was like oh whatever but uh they they re-released it like recently in Mm -hmm. in 3d and uh and and i watched it and like i knew i knew i was gonna cry when ash got like frozen and i was like all right do do my best stay strong and then just like see pikachu (laughs) like give it his all when when pikachu cries i just like lost it beautiful i know what what other like like good good early episodes or like good early movies would you suggest watching um you know i think 
I think the the show, the Indigo League's great and everything, but I really do think that the original, like the movies all the way from the first one, which is like Me Too Strikes Back, there's a 3D version now, but like Strikes Back, Origin of Me Too, whatever, all the way to, uh, what was it? Um, like, you know, you got Pokemon 2000, you got the... Uh, the one about Entei, which is great. Oh, I think that's Pokemon Forever. No, no, that's the Selby one. Uh, oh, man. Is it Mystery oh, yeah, of the po- Unknown uh, with Entei? We had that on yeah, VHS yeah. as a kid. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, I, I just called the Unknown, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just remember like Charizard actually like helping out in that movie, but uh, then watching the anime and Charizard being like a total prick. <laughs> yep, sounds right. I just, my, my big thing was when uh, in that movie when. I think Molly has her own Pokemon when she's like an adult or whatever. And they're all the, uh, they're the Johto Pokemon that you don't really, like, I don't think you really saw a lot of them at the time yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Because that, yeah. Um, it's like in between Indigo League and Johto, I think. Yeah, and, and like the games were mm-hmm. out, so like these Pokemon weren't like necessarily new like the gen 2 games were out but like the anime just wasn't there yet yeah the, the, the sprites definitely the gold sprites definitely don't look like how they really did in the movies um which is also yeah. cool because because uh mm-hmm. you, you get those like variants because they, they didn't have the art style down here they didn't have like the actual look of those mons yet um of course we and we mentioned this before the call started but bye bye butterfree classic episode bye bye butterfree probably the most uh the most well remembered, I think, by most people our age, Pokemon episode. Yeah, like I, I, I vaguely remember like an episode where Ash almost released Pikachu, but like mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that episode was like a fever dream or didn't exist. But like Bye Bye Butterfree, it's like I know I could put that on right now, and be reaching for like the ice cream and the and the tissues to t- cry. <laughs> Dull the pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you'd think it'd be, like, a fun episode. Um, you know, they're, they're in hot air balloons and stuff. Um, Butterfree, like, just evolved, so Butterfree was gonna, like, show off. And then it's like, oh, that pink Butterfree. She's gonna, she's gonna steal our boy. Yeah, the, just a great episode overall, I think. Like, Ash, like, you know, teaching kids that if you love something, you gotta, like, let it go kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Set free. And and you wouldn't think of that show like trying to teach us any morals because it, it was essentially teaching us to like buy these video games about dog fighting. <laughs> um, pretty pretty much, yeah. That's uh, when you boil down Pokemon to like the basic concept. That's pretty much what you get, unfortunately. It, it's like mass consumerism. Like, gotta gotta catch them all. Like, I, I need to consume everything. I need to have it, mm-hmm. and then let's let's fight these dogs. But um, no. <laughs> Like, I don't know, that, that episode really, like, hits hits different. And and I, and I feel like lots of the episodes actually had, like, morals to them. True. Or the, uh, or, like, a lot of the rivals, too, were meant to be, like, you know, this is what an annoying person is kind of like. Yeah, yeah. With Gary and, and like, Paul, I think, in, in, in the Sinnoh anime. Yeah, Kind of annoying. Paul, Paul was a good rival, though, I feel like. He wasn't a pushover. Cause I, I feel like Gary and Ash never really battled. Gary would just, like, come clown on Ash. Like, say, smell you later and drive away. <laughs> smell smell you later. I forgot he said that. Oh, man. Yeah. Pulpin is, like, you know, his Miata or whatever. And <laughs> yeah, drive yeah. away after. Because he's always a, uh, he's always, uh, like, a gym ahead, I think, in the anime, for the most part. 
Yeah, and, and the and fact that his cars like if, I, I assume he's like ten, like Ash, because he's just started his Pokemon journey, and and, he, and he's mm-hmm. driving a car like literally full of cheerleaders that all look like adult like women, and it's like what's what's actually going on here? <laughs> like if if you scrutinize this at all, it does not hold up. Oh yeah, no, I think it's a lot of older cartoons. It's a lot like that where. Uh... Like, if you're an adult look, watching it, the story is just kind of, like, okay at best, you know? Yeah. You're not really watching for the story. More of a nostalgia trip. No, true that, true that. And, um, I don't know, I, I feel like uh, the the new anime is supposed to be, like, good. That's, like, going on right now with, like, Ash and Go. Um, and, and apparently, mm-hmm. like, the Aloha anime was supposed to be, like, a pretty fun slice of life stuff. But, uh, I don't know, I, I just... Like, I don't know if it's just I, I think watching, like, the Pokemon anime would be, like, too kiddish for me, or um, or if I just, like, don't want to make time for it for other reasons, but... I think if you wanted to watch it now, and anyone listening to, it's definitely one of those things you could just kind of throw on in the background of your, uh, like, day-to-day life and not really pay attention to, and still probably have a decent grasp of what's, what's going on. True that. Like so, yeah. at at the end of the day, like I'm sure Team Rocket's gonna try like try and steal Pikachu, and they're gonna save the day, or they're not and gonna then like steal. Something Pikachu. will happen, and they blast off again. Oh yeah, classic. Roll credits. Uh, <laughs> roll roll credits. Uh, Meowth might have a good one liner for that episode. Yeah, yeah. That's why I still think the if you truly want to sit and watch like Pokemon media, it's always the movies. I think are just are so good they still hold up they're like if you distilled all the good storyline parts of pokemon and put them into a movie format you get like you know stuff like the classics uh pokemon 2000 uh pokemon forever the solid Beam movies is great and the 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 two must watches i would say are still jirachi wishmaker and then uh destiny deoxys is amazing too yeah, those are, those are just bangers. Recommendations. Mm-hmm. So, moving, moving on to the games, you, you mentioned uh, you had the mm-hmm. pre-order bonus for, like, Fire Red Leaf Green, and that was a, your first Pokemon mm-hmm. game. Is that your favorite Pokemon game? Ooh. Hmm. <sighs> Maybe not favorite, but definitely, like, my most loved game. I think, at the end of the day, I love all Pokemon games. I kind of, I've played all of them, I... I enjoy playing all of them. I think Fire Red is one, just one of those games. Fire and Leaf Green are those games I've played so much I can just beat them whenever I want. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you play. I I remember. Yeah, I used to like start new games without saving and just play as far as I could get in a I, in a sitting. Yeah, and and just yeah. see see like what what you get up to, like what your party's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, like yep. Silver was my first Pokemon game. Um, like I, I had a Game Boy Advance and everything, um, but I, I like got silver, um, and I really liked like the day and night cycle, and I liked lots of the Pokemon. But man, when I mm-hmm. when I got like Fire Red, like I still have Pokemon from Fire Red. Um, I I I have Pokemon like older than my students. It's wild, um, but like I, I still have Same. Pokemon. I think, that I, I think you still have mine too. From I do. Fire Red. I do. I I, I know. Uh, um, yeah. They're they're on I think my copy of Black Two right now. Um, I just remember that there's a Snorlax oh, called Sleepy Con. Yeah, there's a Snorlax. Um, I think my Aerodactyl too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Blastoise. Because they, they they have oh, their man. own box. Because I was like, 
Um, oh, when, whenever, whenever I was transferring Pokemon up, I was like, I, I need mm-hmm. to like keep them with with uh, all my like sort of legacy Pokemon in every quotation marks, like the Pokemon <laughs> that I just bring over for like sentimental reasons. Um, yeah. But I was like, all right, I gotta I gotta keep them somewhat modern. So they're they're not they're not in the three D era yet. They're still in the sprite era, but uh, they're as far as I can go before I have to like buy a Pokemon Home or something. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, I think I think you have to home them and then like yeah, and so and a lot of them aren't catchable in yeah in Sword and Shield yet. I think right now. So what did you what did you think about um like the the Galar region like ma- majorly minimizing mm-hmm. the amount of Pokemon that were like available? Um, I think I was actually in the unpopular opinion regarding that. Like I kind of like the idea of. Like, there are a lot of Pokemon, yes. But Pokemon Company and Game Freak have always, like... They've always curated a region, right? I don't think you yeah. can organically um, create... They're trying to craft, like, a region experience for you when you play the games. So, the idea like, that you can just catch any Pokemon, they're all going to be, like, all what? Like, 800 and whatever, 700? Like, there's just too many, game. yeah. And like one region just organically is not going to happen, right? So I think that I think they should be available at least post game, but main game I don't think it's like a big deal. Yeah. I found playing Sword and Shield, I use Pokemon. I don't think I normally would have because I was limited that way. I, I agree with you. Like, um, mm-hmm. like I, I remember being so like salty when when the games were like announced that they weren't going to have all the Pokemon and stuff, and being like. Oh man, um, they like, oh you you can't get all the Pokemon in these games. Like, what's the what's the point and everything? And then, then like mm-hmm. I I thought to myself like, well, I haven't moved my like old Pokemon up from Black Two yet, and 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 I make a and I make a personal like it's it's one of my personal rules like playing Pokemon is that I cannot reuse a Pokemon that I've like played a previous game you with. Past. Oh nice. So um, so it's like. I would have used new Pokemon anyways. I, I don't play the game with any legacy Pokemon either. So, like, what what actual mm-hmm. difference would that make? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think when I play a Pokemon game, I always think of, like, you know, the region as an experience rather than just, like, oh, I got to move my whole collection of every Pokemon I've ever caught. Like, I understand being upset at it, but at the same time... I think people definitely overreacted over over not being able to catch their like one favorite Pokemon and use the same the same six Pokemon they use every time they play a Pokemon game. Yeah. You know? And like some of the like uh I, I probably would have had to like break my rule because like Galarian Weezing mm-hmm. and Galarian Farfetch, absolutely hilarious. Um I love the fact that they started doing region variants. It is probably my favorite new edition. Agree. I think I think uh, I liked a lot of I think I liked almost every Pokemon in Galar. So like, what did I end up using? I can't even really. Let me go look at the. Oh, he's look. He's looking up the party. He's looking up the party. Um. Or not, I'm not looking. At, uh, I'm just looking at. Oh, I had. Cor- I think Corviknight was probably my favorite. Uh, really, really strong uh, design there. Just like great, great design in general. Never mind, even for like a pokemon standpoint just like yeah just uh iconic like very 
very great design, you know? Like, there's some... Don't get me wrong. There are definitely some duds this uh, this region. Uh, Dreadnought. Yeah, and, or, like, Trudel and the Emperor. And, and you know, there, but, there's duds, like, every region, every region mm, I feel. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but like, people don't like to talk about that, though, right? They're yeah. definitely, like... Like no one's no one's going back to play like X and Y and using like what it was it called like uh like Scatterbug or you know yeah I was, actually that that was literally the one that came to mind like what was that little like electric bug Pokemon like um yeah but like there, yeah, there's so like... there's there's so many like bangers and then you you still had those like Gen One favorites like getting those redesigns that I think made them so much better mm-hmm. yeah. I think even compared to other regions, there were there are a lot of good Pokemon in this region, by far compared to others. I think like even a lot of the one-off Pokemon in this region were really cool. Like uh, like Phalanx, Phalanx, really cool. The the round boys in a in a row, the fighting Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Cool, so cool. Like just really unique Pokemon, you know. Very like kind of organic. And and I think uh. Mm. I think like the the sort of like um, I guess big big complaint is that like Pokemon de- designs have been becoming like less creative over time. Where where like yeah, people citing like uh, what is it, Vanilla the like ice cream oh, cone Pokemon, uh, Vanilla yeah, yeah, or vanilla. or like Trubbish, um, uh, um, what's his name, Clank, Clank yeah, yeah. and. Clank looking yeah, like clank, a clang and clank clang. Look at look at like magnetites and stuff. But like mm. wishy washy, which is uh what what gen is X or um Sun and Moon. Is uh, that, Sun and Moon. Yeah. Yeah, what I think um, seven. Like one of the most creative Pokemon I think I've ever seen. And and with like the schooling ability, meaning that like you have you have this like small fish Pokemon, but it's just like a bunch of them meet up and then then you have a school mm-hmm. of them. Like I, I thought that was so cool, and I think some of their most like creative designs are coming out of these newer gens. There's just so many Pokemon that from like newer gens that are side so count. Like you know anything past what Sinnoh is like newer or yeah, is like more modern Pokemon. That's that's know? what I consider, but maybe that's just because I'm old. Yeah, me too. I think there are a lot of kids who grew up. You know, they didn't even really play anything before. It's, we're at that point where no one, a lot of kids probably didn't play anything before uh, Diamond and Pearl or Platinum. Oh, definitely. Or maybe maybe even like later, maybe like Black. Um, like, like even like, yeah, Black or Black and White 2. Where they're like jumping into part of the Yeah, series. there's just so many, there's so many later or more modern Pokemon. Like X and Y, I think, or sorry, uh, the Black and White region had all, that region was only newer pokemon or yeah. sorry region specific pokemon and and in that I, game and, and almost all of them are, are cool looking i really enjoyed that gen um and some of my favorite pokemon like mm. are from that gen like joltik ferrothorn off the top of my head all that uh bisharp looks really really cool not, I not just a design say, yeah bisharp is probably one of my favorite pokemon um you, you um, also had the oh man who who were like the the weightlifting like Pokemon. Oh, that, uh, like Conkledur. Yeah, yeah, and and their weights just got bigger as they evolved, which I thought was hilarious. You went from like the uh the wooden timber, uh to the girder. Yeah, to the to the big like the concrete. Cement. Yeah, yeah. Pillar, yeah, and then 
just heard like stuff like you know like Sandial is amazing yeah what else was here i had some oh chandelure oh unreal like the litwick line is amazing and chandelure got like so much cooler when like uh pokemon tournament came out and like was a playable Mm -hmm. character also the the hydrogen line and um i really liked in that gen the the like sprites Mm -hmm. um the like moving sprites i i think like some pokemon look really really good in 3d but I think, like, all mm-hmm. Pokemon looked really, really good in that, like, kind of active sprite look. Yeah, uh, very much evoked, like, a um, like a paper cutout style. Yeah. You know? By far, like, I think, I think Black and White, those games were the pinnacle of, like, sprite work for the gen- even Even in, on the DS in general. Yeah, like, they, know, they, they looked like, absolutely uh, amazing. You had, like, 600 Pokemon, and they are all... And they all looked cool. The sprites were all good. Yeah, they were all animated as well. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this is a good time to jump into. Let mm-hmm. do, do you have like a, a top five favorite Pokemon? Oh man, just top like top five off the top of my head. Um, sure. Well, we'll we'll each do one. Uh, we'll, we'll alternate. We'll alternate. Okay. Um. Okay. They don't have to be in any particular order. I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just looking. I think one of my all time favorite Pokemon these days. Is probably Venusaur. Oh, absolutely! Just, uh, like a classic. Like if you want to look at Pokemon, if you, I could summarize the stylistic choices of Pokemon and like the like direction and stuff, and like how Pokemon kind of the vibe of Pokemon, you might want to say. Yeah. It's like the Bulbasaur Venusaur line is just like gorgeous. Yeah. It looks so cool. And and you know? and like you, they they start in in realism, like they're they're frogs essentially. Mm. And you add that like mystical yeah. aspect to them. Exactly. Yeah, they're just—he's just like a big boy with a like a big toad with a giant flower on his back. You know, just yeah. super sick. And like the the whole uh, whole sort of like I I guess uh who's the Torterra Torteria? Um, oh, it's Torterra. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like, kind of right. takes that that concept mm-hmm. a little differently, and it is like the uh the turtle the with, with like the world world on its back, but. Yeah, I'd say that's one of my favorite Pokemon by right. far. What about you? Um, okay, if if uh, I'll I'll do one. Um, Ludicolo. I think I think oh. Ludicolo had a gr- great glow up into the three D. Um, mm-hmm. like just say a like happy dancing tree, like with a sombrero, oh, yeah. like and maracas. Like if you watch the Ludicolos like um idol animations in battle. He's just vibing. Yeah, he's like dancing. Yeah, I know, and it's it's yeah, it's, it's funny you you brought up. Uh, it's funny you brought up Ludico. He's probably I think I've used him in every single playthrough of. I'm using I'm playing through Pokemon Emerald right now. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's on my team too. Every every time I'm I'm doing anything in uh mm-hmm. in that region in Hoenn, it's like, well, I need a water type who's also a grass type who also is one of my favorite <laughs> Pokemon. Very much, yeah. Like he's just a. I always tell myself, you know, maybe I won't use a low tad this time, and then two minutes later, I'm I'm catching one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then just, your party's entirely low tads. Uh-huh. Pretty much. And that's also a really good line. Um, mm-hmm. like you, oh, you yeah. see, you see, Strong. like a narrative, uh, between each like Pokemon as as like they grow, they become more confident. In, in their their expression and in their actions, it seems. 
like Lotad looks very almost like timid, like stay away from me, and then just like going up, it's uh they mm-hmm. they become more like boisterous. Yeah, Mombri doesn't really like. He's pretty indifferent. Yeah. And then Lydico is very happy, like dancing. You know, ex. He goes from pretty introverted to uh, a very extroverted Pokemon, which I love. All right, who's who's your next one? Mm-hmm. Oh man, my next. Oh, there's so many good ones. Man, you know, I gotta go with my. I promise there'll be more than Gen One Pokemon, but I think Snorlax probably is just you know. Oh, Sleepy Con, Sleepy Con, Sleepy Con. Uh, Snorlax is just a staple powerhouse. And back in the uh, the Pokemon games before the the physical uh special split between attacks attack moves. Oh yeah, he yeah. is so like ridiculously strong in Fire Red and Leaf Green. And, and yeah, and and you you put him with like leftovers and rest, and he's he's one of those like Pokemon that that it's really like once you once you kind of learn that, you almost intuitively mm-hmm. learn like actual complex battle strategies, um and and how to use like yeah. items, you know. Yeah, like you can just um, it's pretty basic and kind of easy to see that. Oh, he has a lot of health. Leftovers increase, like recovers this by it's based off of your health pool. Yeah, you know, I get more health back. It's just pretty. It's just straightforward, pretty straightforward. Yeah, which I loved. Um, mm-hmm. All right, to follow up, uh, Farfetch'd is um, I either form Galarian or regular. Um, mm-hmm. I I just think he's such a hilarious Pokemon. Like he's he's pretty nondescript. Um, and, and I remember like reading his like, uh, Bulbapedia page and the trivia is like, oh, it's, it's a saying in, uh, it's a saying like if, if you find like a duck with a leak, like that you, mm-hmm. you have soup and you're very lucky and, and far-fetched like his translation being like, oh, that's something that wouldn't happen. And you, you have your duck with a leak. Um, so you, you have a walking soup Pokemon, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Farfetch'd is one of those like. Definitely iconic for uh for Pokemon. And and, degree, and, uh, and let's be honest, he's like Dunsparce. He's a pretty like nondescript Pokemon. Like there's no reason to know who he is. He's not popular. He's not mm-hmm. famous. He's not like Jigglypuff. He's not Pikachu. But um, I don't know. I just always found it like really funny, and because it kind of like makes me laugh, I'm like, oh, I love this. Yeah, he's like a goofy. It, it's he's got like the humor side of Pokemon design, and as like just a inherent part of his of himself yeah and and like in in a in like the pokemon universe when you have like like literal dragons and like ghosts and stuff it, it's really fun mm-hmm. to have those like light-hearted kind of pokemon that because uh like mm-hmm. there's already um like no realism of course um so like anything can happen and and just having those like little sort of jokes uh in there i don't know i, I think it just like Adds a little bit of like maybe on the nose humor. Yeah, like kind of like a, a tongue in cheek kind of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, to, uh, my uh, next favorite Pokemon. Yeah, number three. Number three. Number three. Uh, this is. I'm not gonna count this because it's a, an evolution of a Gen th- one Pokemon. That's fair. That's fair. So it's uh. It doesn't count as Gen. I'm not counting as Gen One, but Crobat is one of my favorite, like just all time Pokemon. Oh man, Crobat is such a dream to have on a party as well. So fast. Yep, one of the, one of the fastest Pokemon around. Um, 
a pretty uncommon typing being poison flying. Yeah. Um, I really unique in the fact that to get Crobat, you evolved the Goldbat through high friendship. Yeah, and considering so like, like Go- Goldbat is a bat that's like a dime a dozen. Yeah, it's like uh, a Pokemon that's pretty generic only becomes really strong and cool by being like in your party and like used for a long time or like yeah. on your team, you know, just really cool. A co- a really cool uh, concept for me, you know, so a Pokemon that, you know, Zubat starts out pretty shy and timid and, and Golbat's kind of like goofy. And then you get the, at the end of it all, you get the, the very serious, uh, Crobat, you know, very strong, like ridiculously strong Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just another, another staple in my, in my older runs of Pokemon. I think I, I always try and have a Crobat on my team. Oh yeah. I've, I've used quite a few Crobats and like, I've never been disappointed. Um, nope. like brave bird, you know, or fly puts in work. Yeah. Cause like you're, no one's ever going to hit him first. So Mm-hmm. You have yeah, so. you have that advantage. Um, all right. If if I was gonna go to my next one, mm-hmm. um, I'd have to say probably Haluka or Halucha. Sorry if I pronounce it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think it's Halucha. Like I remember playing X, and the first time I I encountered like the Pokemon, mm-hmm. not not knowing what was going on, I was like. Because I, I went into, like, all the new Pokemon games. I do my best to go into them blind. I, like, don't look at the Pokemon leagues. I don't, uh... I try not to know the region. And, and I try to, mm-hmm. at least on the first playthrough, only use, like, region exclusives. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as, as I saw this Pokemon, I was like, yep, it's on my team. It's it's my flying type. Um, slash, like, first of all, the, the typing's broken. Like, flying, fighting... Um, yeah, the Pokemon like has its own moves, like special mm-hmm. moves. Like what? What's not to love? Yeah, it's just a it's just a big powerhouse Pokemon for sure. Also, like the design being a like Luchador, mm-hmm. um, I just think is really funny, uh, and really cool. Like, oh yeah, a, it's so it's so sick. There's a, there's a few like wrestling Pokemon, and and I'm not the like hugest wrestling fan. But I think this design is just like so strong and like gets gets across to like I don't know sort of like um, like art artistic art art of wrestling or like the showmanship of wrestling if that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. All right, I think that that's number three. So we're on number four now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fourth favorite Pokemon. Man, it's so tough. I like so many Pokemon, and just nailing it down to like a strict fuse tough but um, i know i know that's that's why i challenged ooh. you with this and cha- i'm challenging myself as well oh yeah um uh, man one of my favorites probably yeah i gotta go with uh chandelure probably my favorite uh black and white pokemon top top like three black and white pokemon uh you know what's not to love he starts out as a little candle really unique uh ghost fire typing I never really fire types are pretty hard to come by in Pokemon games usually. Yeah. Even early on, especially early on. And and we're so. we're all gonna feel that struggle when uh, the Diamond Pearl remakes come out, aren't we? Oh yeah, you get Mon, you get Infernape or you get Ponyta, and yeah, uh, 
that's it. That's all. That's the whole region. But yeah, uh, Chandelier, just so cool. Like, uh, just my favorite ghost type Pokemon, easily. And and I like Probably the idea. I like the idea of like inanimate objects becoming Pokemon, because um, mm-hmm. that that really calls to like the imagination of the series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, especially for a fire t- or sorry for a ghost typing too, right? It just yeah. semantically fits the typing and stuff very well. You just really, you know, a stab shadow shadow ball or a stab uh, overheat heat wave, whatever. Will o wisp, you know, he's got it, he's got it all. Like very very versatile and yeah very very power powerhouse. A very and, a very power yeah a very strong special attacker. And yeah and and so many like, like let's say um you you have like a, a hypothetical like psychic fighting Pokemon, like a psychic mm-hmm. psychic moves are, are gonna call for like special attack, whereas fighting moves are gonna call for attack. Um, we're talking mm-hmm. stats in Pokemon. If if your eyes have glazed over. Um, so like they're they're yeah. not they're, they're not gonna have that synergy um but obviously like most ghosts and and fire moves are are gonna be special attack so your stats actually gonna work for you you're not gonna split split that way mm-hmm. yeah um I'm, I'm gonna also bring up a ghost Pokemon now nice. if I remember correctly this Pokemon is actually really weak because the typing does not help them but uh Palo sand. Which is the the ghost uh, sandcastle Pokemon, is uh, absolutely hilarious. I think really good idea, really good concept, and I think the design was really strong as well. Like uh, like it looks like a sandcastle essentially, like has a has a big door in it, which is his mouse mouth, and like two little sandcastles beside it, which is his arm. Like I think that's just a really strong design. Yeah, I think even. I yeah I I think it's a very unique Pokemon design. You can compare it to like a odd regions, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I think that entire entire generation has some like really strong designs. Like not looking at Chargebug or Gumshoe, <laughs> which looks like Trump. Um, but I think like no. most of them were actually like really strong designed in that region. Um, but I I don't know. I just remember like encountering um like it's it's sandy gas it's it's pre-evolution and mm-hmm. being like oh yeah um and i think you find them fairly late in the game so i literally like cleared cleared a spot on my on my party for um for <laughs> it i was like i Beautiful. need them yeah so so great um my f- this is this will be our fourth one yeah we have we have yeah two more two, two, one more after this okay um, man, my next pick, I think I gotta go with the, really used to love, uh, the Scraggy Scrafty line. From, oh, such a good line. From, uh, Black and White, you know, the Baggy Pants Pokemon, the, yeah, the kind of Chav Pokemon. And then, then, uh, like, as, as he grows. Just like a punk, you know, Hudlum. Which I, 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 cool design. Which I like when they take sort of like human characteristics, or mm-hmm. or even like human stereotypes in in like the the scrafty, like scraggy scrafty, mm-hmm. um, and then then like personify them as as Pokemon, you know. Oh yeah, I agree. Just um, a cool line too, you know. The dark fighting type is pretty sick. 
you know, if he has access to some cool abilities like Moxie or or Intimidate, you know, hidden ability, really yeah. strong. Uh, yeah, just uh, I remember when I first played Black and White. I think I I saw him and I needed to have him. He's just so cool, you know. And I feel like when I I played, like I took a little break from from Pokemon and like I bought Black mm-hmm. too. I felt like I was over kind of too cool syndrome, and I was like literally just playing playing the games, which sounds dumb to like have have a really good time, and that like really helped me get into it because it's like I didn't really care about min maxing. I didn't really care about like uh, making a taking a, serious. Yeah, like you having like a good party or anything. I was just like. Oh, this mm. is cool. I, I want it. It's it like playing it as a kid again where you didn't really know anything about types. Uh, and then it's like having a blast because you just picked the Pokemon you liked. And it's like, you'll, you'll make mm-hmm. it work. Like, obviously, if you can you can do monotype runs of these games, like... Oh, yeah. It's, it's not... Uh, you don't need that much strategy to beat them, which which might be, might be like a negative in, in that they're not hard. But, uh, like, it's also a positive in that you can kind of play them. You can turn your brain off almost if, if that might be a advantage or disadvantage. I don't know. Yeah, there's some types that are fundamentally a little stronger than others, resistances-wise and stuff. But, but yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to stay in the same gen as you. Um, and, and I was having trouble thinking, like, do I like Joltik or Ferrisseed more? But I'm gonna have to give it to, mm-hmm. to Joltik and like the Joltik line, like Galvantula, which are like the bug electrics. And mm-hmm. Joltik's one of like the smallest Pokemon. Um, I don't even like spiders; I actually, really dislike them. And Ferrothorn, yeah, was like a powerhouse on my team; absolutely fun to play with. But I just think Joltik's really cute, um, and even Galvantula is is kind of cute, even though it's more spider-like. But um, no, like when when I first saw Joltik, I was like, "Oh man, I need to have it." Nisa Nisa join my team. So <laughs> yeah, I guess Joltik is the like the smallest Pokemon. I think he's so tiny. Yeah, wait, which is kind of hilarious. Like, why? I wonder why mm. they picked like a spider versus like a tick. Well, maybe they were thinking tick was yeah. Joltik, and then like spider was mm. uh, Galvantula, but. Yeah, because I think uh, Galvantula's name is like based off of a like, like an electric spider, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joltik is like a jolt, and uh, like like static and uh, a tick, you know, a jolt, whatever you want to call it. Very, very, very cute, very adorable line, in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Bug types are great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Alright, so that obviously this this might not be your like favorite Pokemon of all time. Uh, but mm-hmm. this is this is the end of your top five gun to the head. Like I I didn't for full context, I didn't pre warn that this was happening. Um I'm, so I, sc- I'm just scrolling through and trying to find uh, there's so many to choose from. I know, right? Huh. Um for a fifth. Ooh. So tough. Fifth has to probably maybe I'll go back to Gen One. Pick a man. Okay, I I know what type it's got. I know my fifth favorite Pokemon, Heracross, man. Oh, uh, Heracross. 
banger. Banger of a like, Pokemon. So so um simple of a design, but just so cool. Like uh Heracross is just, you know, obviously based off of a giant stag beetle, a rhinoceros beetle. Uh so strong. Like not the, not really strong in like Gen three era, but you know, you hit the later end of the life uh, the more modern Pokemon games. And he got access to stuff just crazy, you know. Yeah, and he's and, got uh, the Mega Horn and the close combat combo just will destroy anything. He's got the coverage with uh, like throat chop, just so strong. Uh, and, close combat, man. And like Ash, Ash had a Heracross in the anime. Like the design of Heracross just looks like he he's like tough, you know. His posturing and stuff is very like. He looks like he's ready for a rumble anytime, anywhere, you know? And, and like, I would say the design, like, is not over-designed at all. Like, it's a very simple design, but has a lot of personality. Yeah, like, he just has so much character for how simple of a, of a design he is, you know? Um, just being based off of a, a beetle that's known for fighting or, like, an insect fighting and that kind of stuff. Just... Just so strong. Love hair. Love me some hair cross. And fire red. <laughs> Grinding at the uh, yeah, at the game corner for all the coins. Yeah, so. yeah, to to get them. Yeah. Time, Which is, time well spent. Yeah, it's like so so annoying, but like, like I I think it's on worth it. on my my most recent playthrough of like the OG blue, I I. Mm-hmm. I just made sure to, like, get enough that I could get, uh, Dratini. Because I was like, I, I want me a, a Dragonite here. So, on, on to my, my final one. Um, mm-hmm. is, it, is it a real toss-up? Yeah. Um, between, like, the, the, uh, Sun Flora line and, Car- and Carnivine. Um, because, like, Sun, Sun Flora is part of that, like, Simple, like Heracross, like simple. I would say, like underdesigned. Like it's, it's literally just a smiling sunflower, but like mm-hmm. the personality gets across. And then like Carnivine is based on one of my favorite things, which is like, um, like plant, like uh, plants, plants that eat or carnivorous plants or plants that are insectivores. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I'm gonna have to go Sunflora based on on the fact that like you can use Sunny Day. Like solar beam as a sunflower, I think uh, is very thematically mm. appropriate. Yeah, sunflower is just uh, a very sweet Pokemon, you know, like <laughs> a very comfy Pokemon. And like I remember playing like uh, my first playthrough of X um, or Y or whatever. Sunflower just like you can catch sun currents fairly early on, and I was like, okay, I guess mm. this is gonna be my grass type. And like reading <laughs> like. Oh, this is the lowest base attack out of any Pokemon in the series, but uh, by by the end, you know, by the, by the Elite Four, it's like, all right, go out there and Hyper Beam, <laughs> give give them all we got, and then don't forget Blast to them. don't forget to leave the sunny day up so we can uh, send someone else to take advantage of that. But <laughs> <laughs> became an absolute what am I gonna on do? the team. You die. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not gonna be out there for a long time, but you're gonna be out there for a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, what 
What would you say is is your favorite Pokemon game? If you had to like put one on a pedestal, just prop one up there. I let's, think let's split it between like mainline and spinoffs. Uh, mainline game. The most time I spent in a Pokemon game probably was actually Heart Gold, Soul Silver. That was like the pinnacle of early Pokemon for me. I think, or as more modern Pokemon, you know. Uh. I remember playing it. I remember playing uh, Heart Gold for so long, and then you like, I'm pretty sure you, you beat the Elite Four in in Johto. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you have to go to Kanto now. And I remember just being like, there's no way they actually included this in this game, right? And then you going back to Kanto is just the cherry on top to the whole Johto experience. So. Yeah, it's it's such yeah. a such a good like post game. And I feel like we've been ever ever felt slighted since uh since we didn't get that like definitely we're definitely spoiled by Heart Gold and Soul Silver as far as remakes even go. Yeah, like I I knew about the like Jota thing because like Silver was my very first Pokemon game, mm-hmm. um, and I've spent a lot of time in in Johto, as as we all have uh with like because I've played through like OG Blue. Uh, like OG Red Blue, OG uh, like um Pokemon Yellow. I've played through like the the Let's Go Pikachu games now, um, which I actually really enjoyed. But um, like Same. man, Soul Silver though, like um, I think out of all all of my games that might have like Pokemon games, I might have the most hours on that one. Yeah, it was just especially for kids who like I I didn't really. Like I, I I watched stuff about it, but I didn't really like see any story or what actually happened in the game. I just kind of looked at what Pokemon were gonna be in. Yeah. And then like that with like the Poke Walker stuff and taking your Pokemon to school and like. Oh, that was so cool! So cool, man. I, I remember so I remember cool. the Poke Walkers. Uh, I'm fairly sure I brought brought that bad boy to class a few times. Me definitely, me too, man. Like just you know, I remember. I remember the springtime release of Heart Gold too. Yeah. And and stuff and like, you know, I think And and like or I think the, I got yeah, I got my copy on Easter actually. So Oh like so right good. when the games came out. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and like I it's a great time. The the fact that your Pokemon like followed you around, like that was so cool. Um the fact that oh, they yeah, all, all yeah. had like overworld sprites and that's something I really wish they would do in like these future games. Like I, th- I think it just adds so much, and and I guess they did it with uh, one of the DLCs for um, Sword and Shield. But I think I think just like that that small like minor detail, which I guess is a lot of work to to put in, giving every like Pokemon like a walking animation, and those were all like independent sprites of their battle sprites. But um, it's it's one of those things that like just adds so much, I think, to the game. It, yeah, it's definitely one of just like those little touches that adds just enough character to a game and like uh, a concept idea, whatever you want to call it. Just like a, a nice little surprise for people. And I think uh, I think Gen 2 is probably like my favorite generation, like Mon wise. Like if I had mm-hmm. to take like an average, like if I scored them all and then like out of five and took like an average of all the gen, I think like gen two would, would come up pretty high, but I'm very nostalgic for gen two, uh, being, being that, that was my first one, but, uh, yeah, two, 
Hargon Sosaru is just uh, pretty iconic, I think. You know, yeah. the the revamped Safari Zone was pretty crazy. Oh, so, so good. I think they had like the the build one where you could like yeah, yeah. build your own. And just so cool. And it had like a decent post game and stuff like that. Oh, um, actually I might I might replay the Soul Silver, I think. Now well, we're talking about it. We we did so... it. You're gonna have to finish up Emerald real quick. <laughs> True, yeah. Just, just just have two on the go. If you're playing on like the, the DS Lite, you know, because it has like the Game Boy Advance slot and, and like the DS Lite slot, you just like switch. Oh, I've just been um I've just been emulating uh, Emerald. Sadly. Oh yeah, that's fair. No, but yeah. you, you shouldn't feel bad about that. Like, there's no way I that you can get a copy of Emerald <laughs> like cheaply. And I don't but think I think for me, it's my 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 cart act like the actual physical carts are just like really old now, so they yeah. kind of don't run as good as they used to. Like no. the batteries have been dying and stuff in them. So yeah, and I do yeah. And like I know those games had like a day night feature. It was it mm-hmm. wasn't like a day night switch, but like there definitely wasn't like a day feature, and like mm-hmm. all those batteries have died now. So like if if you want to take part in that aspect of the game, which I think like yeah, adds you have to it, to swap the internal battery in old Game Boy games if you yeah, want. Which I don't think is worth it. I've I've had that done. I like I paid for it to be done for like a few games, and it wasn't like stupid expensive, but like that's really going out of your way to be a purist. I think. Um, which well, I that and um, I think a lot of the time, those carts have like battery acid damage anyway. Now, yeah. So now it's just like mm-hmm. honestly, if if Nintendo wanted um you to play it legitly, they would they would really re-release it, you know. And oh yeah. Or, or allow- did, uh, was it just red, red and blue, or did they also do? No, they they just released like red, blue, and I think yellow on the on the three DS Virtual Console though. So it's, yeah. it's, it's not like if you're you'd have to pull out the three DS uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to say like my my favorite like Pokemon game, I, I can't say Soul Silver now because you you said that, Jen. Um, I would have to probably say Black too. Um, I just think nice. it was it was like the pinnacle of like the sprite sprite design, like we already said. Um, I thought like they actually tried to do a little bit of a plot, not not as much of a plot as like the um, black and white one, but I don't know. I, I liked how there's like the pretty big city. Um, I like the region. The regions designed on or based on like New York, if I remember correctly. Um, good good Pokemon designs. Yeah. I think it's based off of a. Jin Matsuda, whoever based it off of a trip he took to the U.S., I think, and that's why. Yeah. Yeah, and black like, and black and white is like East Coast U.S., I think. And there's like Brevaria, which is like the essentially the like eagle Pokemon, like the very American-looking bird Pokemon. Um, oh yeah. But no, I I just felt like a lot of the locations were very like unique, like the the cave where you catch Joltek is like, um, just as cave full like static electricity the char- and stuff the charge like that. Cave, yeah. Yeah, and, and it had a lot of cool things like that. Um, I didn't get really into, mm-hmm. like, the, the dream, um, sort of the online aspect of that oh, game. Oh, me either, yeah. But uh, I, I didn't need that to, like, enjoy it. And I believe... You needed, it... like, the Wi-Fi adapter, I think, for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did it have Wonder Trading? Or is Wonder Trading new with X and Y? Um, I, want, I think X and Y was Wonder Trading. Don't uh, quote yeah. me on that one. Yeah. People and, watching, but... And that's that's fair. Uh, like, yeah. um, I was just thinking, like, yeah, Wonder Trading, I guess it wasn't a thing. That is one of my favorite things, I think, in all of Pokemon, is the fact they added Wonder Trading. That was just, like, easy to do, but... Yeah, like, um, Black, Black 2, really good. On the end game, like, the the battle tower, like, I, I just remember, like, some of it was actually, like, difficult. Uh, like, I actually had to use strategy and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Um, I really enjoy this. Uh, good Pokemon designs. Um, was was it the battle subway in Black and White? Uh, black 2 had this, like, tower that you climbed, and, like, White 2 had a big tree. Um, oh, okay. I, I forget what its, its name is, but, uh, like... Like, uh, by, by the time I got through it, I needed, like, my Pokemon to be, like, mid-level 80s. It wasn't, like, you know, once... once Not easy. Like, um, in most Pokemon games, I feel like once your Pokemon are, like, level 65, like, you really don't need to grind and level them. Because, like, the Elite Four, unless unless you're playing uh, Soul Silver Heart Gold and you're going to try and take on Red. But, mm-hmm. um, like, your Pokemon really don't need to be leveled past that. Yeah, and, and there's nowhere to train your Pokemon really past level sixty, and that that was always like my biggest issue with like the early games, is like once you finish the gym leaders, there's always a little bit of a grind before the Elite Four, which thematically makes a lot of sense that you're like gonna train for this big challenge, um, mm-hmm. but gameplay wise, I'm old and lazy, and don't have that much time to to grind Zubats. Yeah, um, EV training is definitely a little much. Plus, that game had, um, who is it, like, Arduino, or, that just gave you, like, a ton of EXP for whatever reason, and yeah, would always the, use, like, Heal shaking, Pulse on you. Yeah, it was the shaking, uh, shrub encounter on that route. Yeah. And it would give you, like, like, 3k or 2k experience every, every time you killed it. Yeah, we, we need to find yeah. that Pokemon's name, because, uh, it's, it's M- MVP, but, uh. Just, just see. Oh, no, no, you're right. It was Arduino, I think. Okay, good. I, I did get it. Or yeah, Arduino. That's what it is. It was just that's like a, a bang, banger time. I, I had a blast. Uh, I didn't really like the mm. legendaries too, too much. Like, uh, like the the legendary dogs that had swords on their head. I didn't really get that. Um, same as like Thunderous Tornadoes. Um. Uh, but like I thought and Landris I guess but like Zekaram and Risham were really cool and they're like combination Uh, Mm -hmm. the fact like the legendaries combined was pretty sick but all around good time good time good gen Mm -hmm. Um, solid game even as an RPG really solid probably the best gameplay wise I think was for story gameplay was black and white 2 and 1 um, all right, so why why don't we? What's what's your favorite spinoff now? We we have that whole other aspect of Pokemon. Oh yeah, Ooh. um, man, just off the top of my head, um, like random offshoot game. Yeah. Um, I personally really really liked playing Pokemon Rumble. Oh man, that did, was a great. Didn't we play a little bit of Pokemon Rumble? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Like on on the Wii, because yeah, we they're all those like little designs, or like the chibi yeah, they're designs. Yeah, they all like the chibi designs, and you just like 
go kill mindless mobs and like try and roll. You yeah. try and um exchange for like cool Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, and try and, try and get like better ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, or, or, and and it'd be like the same Pokemon. It just have like a higher number, so you just like throw a different the old move. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, I think that one and uh, um, I think it, uh, what was that one called? Um, I didn't really play a lot of it, but if I, I do plan on playing it. It's the uh, is it Pokemon Conquest? Yeah, that's one I haven't played that I really, really want to. Oh yeah, yeah, the the spinoff. Um. It's like the tactics game. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like a turn-based RPG. It's like, I love those types of games, so the idea of a Pokemon-based one also, is also, right up my alley. It's cool to see, like, Pokemon have a crossover, like, Pokemon the series have a crossover, because Nintendo usually doesn't let its, like, kind of flagship series, like, do mm. things like that. So it's, it's like, cool, um, not only, like, gameplay-wise, um... But it's also mm-hmm. cool just, like, industry-wise, or at least, like, um, series-wise to see them, like, change like that. Yeah, it's such a, a crazy change to make, like, randomly, you know? To just uh, have really experimental genres of games as, like, a spin-off game. A really niche game, rather. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they ever expected that game to, like, sell gangbusters, if that makes sense. But, like... The fact mm-hmm. they still let it like license out the Pokemon name, and uh, and, yeah. and like went through with it, it was it was really cool. I think. Um, did you play any of the Mystery Dungeon games? I've played them a few. I've never like beaten a Mystery Dungeon game just because I I never really had the patience to play those. Yeah, I I, I, I didn't really like the pace of the gameplay. If that makes sense, but yeah, that's, that's I do fair. like the the story aspect was kind of cool. Yeah, the, the narratives in the early ones were really good. Um, I got whichever one came out for the 3DS. Um, I think I got it like when I bought my 3DS. And I, I don't even remember I think what it's that's called. Um, for 3DS? Yeah. I think, is that DX? I think. Let me look. It might be. I, I just remember like... Um, like Oh, and- maybe it was Super... I think it was Super Mystery Dungeon. And, like, I dropped the game for, like, the pettiest reason. Um, and that's literally, you could not speed up the text. The text was very slow in dialogue. Oh, really? And and normally, like, that wouldn't have been an issue because uh, like, these games had quite strong stories. But, like, in the, in the opening, mm-hmm. I think, hour, it was, like, every Pokemon is just like, yeah, we're going to do our best. Let's do our best tomorrow. <laughs> we need to do our best. And I was like, all right, this is, this is a little, like, cheesy like kids anime writing and um i don't know maybe maybe i should pick that game up again because <laughs> I, I love the early mystery dungeons but yeah if if i had to say favorite spinoff um like pokemon snap was the first video game i actually ever owned uh like when my brother and i got our n64 for christmas like we got pokemon snap with it which was mm-hmm. hype but i think the game the pokemon game that has the most staying power in my life is like pokemon stadium Really? Yeah, like Not, um, uh... in in university, that became like one of our favorite games to play. Like, you know, when you're like oh, hanging, yeah, yeah. hanging out with people, and, and like mm-hmm. like someone pulls out like Smash like Bros or something. 
No, no, we'd we'd literally just battle. We'd like use we'd make random use random number uh, generators. Yeah, there's there's and there's rental. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like battle. So I I put so much time in the game, and I have so many like good memories of just like um all the, all us like guys sitting around the university like um because we 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 had this like rules um of course and we turned it into a drinking game. Um, so mm-hmm. all Pokemon were selected by random numbers. So at the start, you had like, you got three randomly selected Pokemon. Um, if you yeah. wanna, if you wanna battle or finish a drink, you get another Pokemon at random. Um, and if you yeah. lost a battle, you lost a Pokemon, and that Pokemon is completely removed from play, so no one else could ever have it. Um, oh dang! And and just some of like the intense battles that came out of this, and and like <laughs> some people would of course like take a bunch of shots to like build up their party and uh <laughs> and and seeing like the underdog um victories come out and then someone lose their like really valuable pokemon because pokemon were also removed by random number generator um oh god i know it just it became like such a good time and we built a really good meta around it uh, like meta strategies um <laughs> uh, the mini games are good too but we we actually created yeah. a, a com- very very complex math based um drinking game out of it I guess so it's like every it's like any game ever yeah yeah let's let's see how we can like not necessarily like remove the fun out of it because of course we're having a good time but like how Enhance do we the game yeah how how do we min max it so like the average person is completely uh, like it's unaccessible to them yeah they'd they'd be so lost it'd, it'd be like another game entirely. Yeah, considering like we're pull, pulling out RNGs on our phones and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. but no, I I think that must be be my favorite spinoff because uh, that's that's almost one of my favorite games of all time. Just just due to like the context of how we played it. All right, um, we we've been going for for quite a while, and and I'm having a good time, but I don't I don't want to take up your entire day, Connor. Um, is there any other Pokemon things that you you want to talk about while we're still on the line? No, I think we uh covered. Like all, a lot of the good, at least for now, all I can think of, all the good stuff in Pokemon. I don't really have anything to add right now. Now, like I, I know, I know we missed out on like the trading card game, which all my students are walking around with Pokemon oh, that's cards another right now. Whole, yeah, that's, yeah. I have Pokemon I, cards behind me. That's a whole other episode. I I literally never learned how to play the card game, um, but I I owned a lot of cards from garage sales and stuff, and just <laughs> thinking they're cool. And and even there's there's like those Game Boy Color games that were like mm-hmm. Pokemon card game. Um, oh yeah, which which was was strange. Um, mm-hmm. But otherwise, no. Thanks thanks for having me on. It was fun to chat Pokemon. I've been thinking a no lot problem. about Pokemon right now because, like, of course, um, the like Pokemon Snap remake is coming out, and then we're getting the Diamond and Pearl remakes, uh, and then we're getting like so Pokemon Arceus. Hype, yeah. It is like the best time oh, yeah, to be a Pokemon. True, yeah, but uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. I love being, love being on. Thanks, man. It's good to have you. All right, let's let's close it out. Um, so let's land this plane. So, don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done. Uh, I want to thank you all for being here, and uh, I'll see you all next week.